Apple bottom jeans, boots with the spurs. Looking at her, looking at her, looking at her. <laughs> With the Reeboks and the straps Give that big booty a slap Slap, 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 slap Farm Employment Files. I think this is the fourth one. I don't remember. Fourth or fifth one? Fourth sounds right. I guess I could look it up. Uh, pretty ill-prepared for this today, I think. Usually I'll, I'll look up what episode we're on and everything. But hey. Just look on the screen there and it'll tell you. Which screen? I'm, I'm talking to the listener. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Is this the... Th- this, yeah, this is the fourth one, I think. Yeah, this is four. Word. Right on. Farm Employment Files, number four. Coming in with one of the most farmy songs I've ever heard. Yeah. The song is completely about farming. It's about... Yeah, it's about technology and genetic engineering and shit. Yeah. So it just kind of ties into it. Yeah. Anyway, it's me, Dutch, joined as always by the Regin, R- Reggie Jackson of Regenerative Farming. All right. That's that's a positive one, I think. Yeah, Reggie Jackson, he's a, he's he's a great of, baseball player. One of the best athletes. Yeah. Mr. October, they called him. Yeah. And that's John Morgan over there. And we are, If you can't tell, we are super excited to be here. Having ourselves a Monday... On a on a Friday, yeah, we're uh, we're high on kratom. John's drinking beer. I've got uh, what do you call that? Orange monster in front of me. Monster, the big old thing of water that I'm halfway done with. That's one of our sponsors. Yeah, brought to you by Monster Energy and, as always, Beach Glen Market and Diner. Right. We got. We can't. We got to love. Show some love to our sponsors. Yeah. Who so didn't? Who didn't willingly sponsor? You ever us. on uh, Route 16 heading towards Summersville from uh, Belva? And Stop in there at the Beach Glen Market and Diner. Pick you up some hot dogs, a pizza, burgers. If you're if you're a fan of West Virginia f- food, yeah, rural West Virginia food with. Uh, what what religion do you think those people are there? Probably apostolic. Yep, apostolic. Old apostolic women making your food. That's the fucking place to go. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. It's uh, one of the better hot dogs I've ever had in my life. It's, it's true, and it's not like it's not like they're doing some kind of they're not trying to reinvent the wheel here thing it's, with it. It's just it's the quintessential hot dog. It is, done, done it is right. exactly what a West Virginia hot dog should be. I, indeed, nothing more, nothing less. 
I don't even know if you'd want to write home about this hot dog, but they're pretty good. I'd certainly like to eat eat them again. Yeah. Uh, maybe we uh, can't next, do it tomorrow, but sometime next week, maybe we will. They have they have won my loyalty as a customer. Well, also they're sponsoring the show. Well, that too. Well, get in there anytime. Get us some hot dogs. You also have a fine pizza. Damn as well. good pizza. Shocking. Like you didn't you wouldn't think a pretty good pizza would come from there. You'd think it'd just mm-hmm. be a frozen thing, but no, they make that shit from scratch. Yeah, it's it's the real deal. Ah, oh, boy. So, how's the farm life? Oh, it's um, it's fine. It's kind of chaos right now. Getting everything winterized. Um, you're knitting, yeah, knitting coats for the pigs. Somewhat, yeah. Repairing some fencing and um, trying to get everybody into the mode of being kind of shut in for the winter, so I can have barn space for everybody, so they're not just living in a mud hole all winter long. And when they when it gets real cold, they just kind of pile up together and stay warm. Yeah, they just they just lay on top of each other and they stay warm. I mean, it can be it can be minus twenty outside if they have a little bit of protection from the wind. Yeah, the wind the wind's the motherfucker. Yeah, dude. wind or or if it if it like rains and then gets really cold. Oh god damn it. I kind of worry about them. Yeah. But I mean, you go out there and put your hand on them and they're they're just like a radiant heater. I mean, they're not cold. Yeah, especially the pigs. Like do the do the uh say the goats and the sheep do they uh kind of snuggle with the pigs or they got their own thing going on? Um they're usually in the winter they're usually separated. Uh, they've yeah. got their they're kind of corralled up and they've got their own spot, but they they just kind of like curl up and touch against each other. I guess the sheep wouldn't need too much because they got the wool. Yeah, I mean, the goats, too. I mean, the goats are crazy hardy. Well, the goats, they stay warm just because of evil rage. You, you just the fires of hell burning in their <laughs> the, the void where their soul would be in their little is, enough, is enough to keep them warm up to, you know, minus 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Um, what about the chickens? What do you do with them? Nothing. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. They just same thing. They need protection from the wind, and if they, they just kind of huddle up together. And what about Bub? What do you little Bub? He's he's got his own lazy boy <laughs> right by the wood stove. Is that where he stays? I mean, that's I mean that's that's like his spot. That's like the piece of furniture that he's yeah. al- he's allowed to go on without permission, so he can always have a place to go that's comfortable. Right on. Um, but he he also I let him up on the couch and stuff too if he's clean, and then I just let him out periodically to do his job, like especially like right around dusk, like really early in the morning. If I'm up, I like to let him out right before it starts the sun starts coming up because that's when predators are most active, and he goes so and he goes barks and, and runs around hell, and yeah. does his work and deters things from coming around, marks his territory and whatnot. He's he's highly functional dog. He really is. He he earns his keep. <laughs> Today I was out in the woods uh, looking for some pigs, and he was out, you know, running around, you know, looking. He didn't know what we were looking for, but he, but he could was tell, for something. He could tell we were looking for something. Yeah, and he was working. So it's awesome. My dog's useless, old Baxter. I'm sure he's he's got a uh, social functions and. You know, well, I he's mean, a, he's a he's, companion. He's my buddy. But yeah, he's a companion. That's that's functional. Yeah, he's he he does bark at stuff if it needs to be barked at. Unlike Mackie, Mackie would just bark. The Baxter's pretty quiet unless unless there's something that needs to be barked at. Yeah, I think Baxter, if he was you know raised to be a farm dog, probably would have been a fine farm dog. He probably would have been, yeah. But he's you know 
He's domesticated. He was raised to be a lump. He was raised just to be a, a lump a, sitting around. A buddy. Just like me. He yeah. takes just, takes after his father. He's had a pretty good run. Yeah. And he's kicking ass right now. He's, he looks great. Oh, he's, he's in great mood. He came, got my lap, was all loving on me, which he hasn't done in a long time because he hasn't been in a good mood. He's feeling good. I'm, I got him dosed up on CBD. And, yeah. Um, he's uh, probably took uh, three years off his life. <laughs> or uh, Added three years. Added three years. He seems like he's three or four years younger now. He does. I think that's what I mean. He does, yeah. he's. <laughs> I think he's happy that Mackie's dead. Yeah, he's very extremely happy that Mackie's and, dead. <laughs> uh, like, I'm starting to suspect him <laughs> of doing something. <laughs> I don't know what he could have done. Does he know how to poison? Is, is he a chemist? I don't. I, there's a lot I don't know about the dog. Like, I mean, because he's he's got a lot of time here while you're at work doing yeah. stuff. What does he do? Yeah, I know. I mean, I've I've not noticed anything different. Like, is he is he concocting things? I, I have no idea. I do. He not cov- know. Whatever he's doing, he's covering it up well. Oh, he's he is. Uh, it's the perfect crime because he's still nice and cute and everything. He's got he's, he's got a, a whole boy. he's got a whole like. Like almost like a root cellar out out in the yard that you don't even know about that he's done. <laughs> he's been years building it. I luckily I know where it is <laughs> because he does have some pretty epic pits in the yard. If you step <laughs> in him, you're fucked. <laughs> luckily, I I know where they are. But yeah, I used to go out uh, just look out the back door, and all I'd see is a tail sticking out of the ground, wagging and dirt, <laughs> dirt flying out, like like in a cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how he he loves digging holes. So uh, he's dug some three, three, four foot deep holes out there that that are just big enough for his body to get in. I don't know what he's going after, but or maybe he just likes digging. I don't know. That, he he probably would have been a good. Uh, they have dogs that hunt rats. Yeah, or he's a little bit big for that because they usually use smaller terriers or uh, maybe a rabbit dog, something yeah. like that. Well, I, I think part of his breed is a plot hound, and they're bear hunting dogs. Yeah. So he might have been. He's got some of those instincts. Yeah, he's got some of that in there. Yeah, you ever seen that documentary about rats? I think it's just called Rats. I don't believe so. It's by Morgan Spurlock. It's on Netflix. It is fucking terrifying. Yeah, I can imagine. It's weird how you, it barely picks up what we're talking about. Like the. Uh, yeah. But once I get it edited down, it'll be fine, I hope. Oh, it's definitely, yeah, definitely getting a signal. Yeah, it's getting a signal. For some reason, um, it does. It just doesn't show up on this, on the, uh, on the what do you call that, the uh, monitor. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, what else going on at the farm? Uh, not really that much. I, I I should be getting some firewood and stuff ready, and I and I have to. Uh, I still have to pull my old wood stove out and lay some tile down, and put some non combustible non combustible something up around the walls where my the new wood cook stove is going to go. I still have not done that. That's awesome. I've got uh, <laughs> procrastinating pretty hard about it. Probably want to get that done here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, not, I mean, not necessarily. Yeah, the old, I, the I one you have now works. I, yeah, it's still it's still hooked up, and I I could always just. I mean, um, I haven't run any kind of heat yet. Neither, neither have I. I've not turned on any kind of heat whatsoever. I keep my doors open. Um, it's been in the fifties in my house. Um, uh, and this that's, morning I woke up. That's it fine was, for me. I think it was like fifty-eight in the house, and I was mm-hmm. like, "That's fucking great." Mm-hmm. I want to keep it like this all the time. Yeah, that's that's fine for me, and I could even handle upper forties, you know, with some. Yeah, if you're wearing with some layers, layers yeah. And but um. um 
if I'm not, if there aren't other people around who are accustomed to a certain type of comfort level, I can, I can save a lot of wood. Let's just put it that way. I've always told people, like, say we're having a fight night over here, and uh, the guys will bring their girlfriends or whatever. I tell them I, I keep my heat at sixty six. So tell them to bring a jacket, wear, yeah, dress warm because and there'll probably be fans on. Yeah, I just keep it for ventilation. Yeah, keep it there at sixty six. That's about as high as it goes, unless it just gets insane. I don't see any reason for me. I don't. I don't make it go any higher. No, that's. I think it's. I actually think it's. It's absolutely insane. For me personally, like if I walk into a home in the in the winter when it's, it's if it's so like hot. if it's like twenty degrees outside and I walk into your home and it's seventy two, to me that feels like a fucking sauna. Like it's just absurd to heat to heat your home. 50 degrees warmer than it is outside so there's that disparity from going to the extreme cold into your extremely warm house it's not bad it's bad for your system it dries out dries out your system that's why everybody gets sick all the time in the winter with electric heat like the your sinuses because electric heat's real dry yeah anytime i'd go out uh, i'd touch something in the house because my i have electric um you get shocked because of static electricity yeah but um I just keep it right around 66. It's fine. I don't, if, if it gets too cold, I'll slap a blanket on. I'm, I'm wearing sweatpants. Yeah. I don't like hot. And I know people that keep their fucking houses like 78. And that's insane. That would make, if I, if I spent a night in a house that was heated in the, that a winter, that was, like I never get sick. Mine's, my house is like in the 50s most of the winter. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's huge and I'm heating the whole thing with wood. Like ambient temperatures somewhere in the fifties, but um, if I were to spend a night in somebody that heated their home to seventy eight degrees in in the in a on a cold February day, would you stop being friends? I with would them? get sick. <laughs> What's well, sort of like I would wake up sick. In uh, back when I was a kid in football season, um, we had two days. You'd have a practice in the morning, then you get an hour break, and then you have another practice. There was dudes that would spend the hour break in their air-conditioned cars in the middle of August and then have to jump right back out in 100-degree heat, and they would always end up puking. Yeah. And so well, I would just sit in the shade and eat my lunch, which was usually just a banana and a big jug of water, rather than sit in the air conditioning and get acclimated to it being a nice temperature and then well, having and then, to jump right back and in. And those temperature changes create little uh, pockets for bacteria and viruses and stuff to thrive and come alive. You're just you're just playing right into the hand of your enemy when you do that. I mean, the Russians are setting us all up. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they're they're meddling to convince people to heat their ho- to overheat their homes to drive up our healthcare costs. What do you think it's the obvious. average the average Russian home? What do you think they keep their temperature at? It would be in Celsius, so. Oh God, twenty-two. Twenties room temperature is it? Maybe. So they probably. They probably keep it in, in the, the 60s. winter. It's probably like yeah, probably like nineteen Celsius or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know my metric. You know they burn. Um, they burn the bones of their enemies for heat in and, Russia and garbage and garbage. Yeah, that's. Who is it that's taking garbage and turning it into power? Sweden. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they've got these big um, – um, and this is another idea I had for West Virginia. It's like we have all these coal-fired power pl- power plants that – a lot the smaller ones that a lot of them have shut down. And then on the other end of the county or whatever, you've got a landfill 
with all this carbon hey, being dumped into it. meat in the middle here. It's like, and all you have to do is modify, because I would guess that a lot of the, like, um, catalytic um, combustors and things that they use to keep the emissions down on coal-fired power plants, the things that, like, burn it super hot and reburn things so that you're, you know, so, so that more and more impurities are being fully combusted. That's the same process. That's how you're able, the Swedes are able to burn garbage and have emissions that's mostly carbon dioxide and water vapor with some other bad stuff too, of course. But if you burn something hot enough and efficiently enough, the amount of pollution that's actually being coming out of it is far, far less. So it's it's not what you're burning. It's not always that you're burning something, but how you're burning it. And the same goes for a wood stove. Uh, if you're using like wet wood, like moist wood, and you're like not getting it, you know, not getting the stove hot, not getting enough oxygen in there, or you're using an inefficient stove or you don't know how to run the stove or there's leaks in the stove. The fact that the stove is not getting as hot, not for one thing, it produces less heat for your home. And the, the other thing is, is that um, it produces more pollution because smoke actually combusts, right? So if you first, there's initial combustion, which is the fire we see, and then some smoke comes off of that. And then there's a secondary combustion that happens when the heat is high enough that reburns the smoke. So in a perfectly running, perfectly designed wood stove, the only thing coming out of the chimney is carbon dioxide and water vapor. No, there's smoke. no, there's no yeah. smoke. There's no smoke coming out of my chimney. There's smoke that comes out of it, even with my shitty old, like, solid steel box wood stove that hasn't, that's not efficient at all. Um, when I when I get it hot, which is eighty over eighty percent of the time that it's burning, there's no smoke coming out of the chimney. There might be a little bit of like vapor, yeah, like white stuff that immediately dissipates, but it's not smoke. Yeah, smoke is. Gray, right? and that's an inefficient stove. So if I get this wood cook stove hooked up on there with the basically works like a rocket stove is basically the design of it that I'll be getting a lot more heat and producing even less pollution. It would, it would make sense to getting back to the burning of garbage. We're already producing all the garbage. Yeah, we and could we could even we could even probably get paid to take other people's garbage yeah. and, and move it on the trains that are already going by the coal p- power plant. Like the one in Glasgow that's not running. Yeah, it's just sitting there. You can convert that into a garbage burning facility and, and burn burn uh, garbage um, and pr- be producing electricity. People will probably pay. Making money on it. Some of these landfills would probably pay people to take because they're getting filled up. I mean, what would you do with the plastic? Will the plastic just melt too? Fuck it. Plastic is mostly carbon. Yeah, I and mean, you, it is made from oil. I so. mean, I've, I've experimented with burning it in my wood stove, too. Not that it's just something I regularly do, but I mean, you get it, you get that fire hot with some, some fucking oak and some hardwoods, and you throw chuck a couple little pieces of plastic in there. It doesn't it, – it combusts, and there's no yeah. smoke. And what um, about, like, Now, the ashes – Oh well, aluminum metal is something that actually probably should be recycled – yeah. Like aluminum, especially because aluminum, all you got to do is melt it down, and it's pretty much ready to be reused. Yeah, you can reuse it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's more efficient to recycle aluminum than it is to mine it. So would they? Would they? Um, if we start doing this, they'd have to pick through and get the aluminum out. And yeah. there's that's a job for somebody. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure that the Swedes have some kind of um, sorting process that probably starts with the consumer a bunch of dudes named Sven but they probably everybody sorts their trash to begin with and then they have another sorting process um, and I you know th- really the way you should do it is things that are compostable 
or able to feed to a pig or a chicken. There should be a comp. You should have a compost bag. So for organics and paper, anything, paper with, or made food, with organic plastic, paper or food or anything like that should either be composted or fed to an animal. And then you've got um, maybe a f- recycling for metals or a few things, whatever is efficient to recycle. And then you would have your standard trash, which is everything else. And that stuff should probably be burned. Right on. If you're doing it right. You just put, I mean, if you just build a, a campfire and dump garbage into it, it's going to release a bunch of toxic, nasty shit. That's not, that's not a good thing, but that's not the same thing as incinerating it efficiently with catalytic combustors and all this, you know, hot, just high, high tech, you know, technology. Yeah. Basically, like somebody's already got this figured out. We just need to do it. Yeah. And it's, and it's probably not that different from what they, the way that they burn coal because coal, you know, a lot of the regulations on burning coal have to do with all the impurities and the smoke, the extra shit. And so they've they've come up with ways to scrub it and, you know what I mean, and make... Cap make, and know, trade or some bullshit like that. I'm not exactly sure the process, yeah, I but know. I can't imagine that the facility that is a, a, a small up-to-date coal, coal power plant would need to be modified that much to switch from coal to garbage. I think we should do it. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Let's... Should we start a... Let's... A see, petition? See if the how much do you think that uh, the Glasgow uh, coal fired power plant would sell for? Twenty, thirty thousand. Twenty G's. Yeah, something like that. Twenty large. I could probably come up with that. Sell a house. You do a benefit concert or something. Yeah, or um, pat- Patreon or uh, yeah. Do do an internet begging account. Oh yeah, go for me. Are, those are those are real popular now. Where you yeah, just go no. on the internet and beg for shit. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing that. Like. My start a campaign. I don't want to pay for my life anymore. Help, yeah, help a brother out. Like seriously, like let me live my dream. You guys get to read all my content online. You get to listen to my podcasts. All these great songs I'm writing. Just give me five bucks. Yeah, five bucks a month in perpetuity. Just five. I just need twenty, thirty thousand of you to do that, and then I can live comfortably. I could live very comfortably, <laughs> and I'll produce that much more content for you. Oh yeah, enjoy. I would. I'd never stop. I'll producing send content. I'll send you a button. Yeah, I'll send you a button, and you get a bonus episode every week. And uh, I'll live stream myself while I'm trying to write songs. And uh, it sounds like a bargain to cigarettes. me. And writing songs without cigarettes—that yeah. <laughs> one of your themes this week. Yeah, it was. It's rough. That's the first time I've ever tried. Well, what, to do what, it. what is your norm? What is your normal? You know, what would the normal protocol be if you were smoking while writing a song? What is the Essentially, just having a cigarette burning in the ashtray, and every now and then taking a puff off of it while I'm trying to figure. Do you out think what I'm that it's? Do. do you think it's the physiological? <laughs> it's exactly what it is. More it's than it, the, it's not the actual uh, drug. It's not the amount of nicotine affecting your. Yeah, because I was. I'm using my jewel. It's the ritual. Using my jewel, I'm probably getting more nicotine from this. Right, and but it's the, not wasting. It's it not the same as the smoke. Ashtray burning, and smoke is beautiful too. It's it has an fucking a, wonderful. It has an aesthetic. I think. There's more than one song of mine I, I uh, talk about smoke in an ashtray or something like that, you know? Yeah. Well, on the, the cover of my first album, Yes, No, it looks a lot like smoke. Yeah. It was inspired by smoke. So, uh, yeah, like, that was, uh, I had, I tried to write, I did write a song yesterday. I don't know if it's any good or not. Maybe talk about that some other time or later. I don't know. But it's my first experience of trying to write a song while, while not smoking actual cigarettes. And how'd I it go? I think it was it was okay, but it was a little bit more difficult. Felt than, a little off. Yeah, yeah. That was it. It's I just something it. I'm going to need to get used to. I dig it. I don't know, like how how people do that. 
but it's got to be something I figure out because, I mean, being the world's greatest singer songwriter, I've I mean I can't just not write songs. I, I don't want to. I don't want to stop. I don't want to start smoking again, even though I kind of do. I mean, you you, you you have kind of a moral imperative to continue writing. There are people relying. There. I mean, if I don't write these songs and put them out there, then nobody can ignore them. Somebody might kill themselves if you. <laughs> you know, what I mean, you could save lives. Millions will die. Yeah. If you stop. So I mean, this this has to be done. I understand. I was put on this earth to write songs that nobody listens to, and that's what I'm going to do. And if that little linchpin in the universe isn't there it, it goes to shit the shit could fall apart and we're, everything fucks all of a sudden it's like zombie apocalypse like oh it's i would say it's worse than that not only will the dead rise but um the trees will come to life and begin attacking everybody and all the people who aren't zombies will be dicks too yeah they'll just start just being just be just being smart being, for no reason yeah just oh look at you writing songs why should i why should i help you yeah Everybody just starts being a dick, and yeah. and people that were dicks before start being nice. Yeah, it's, it's just really confusing. And everybody grows a goatee, even the women. I could you would you would you uh, be comfortable with a woman with facial hair? And I don't you, know if you just you know if she just had like a full goatee, but she was hot and totally Other cool in that, every other way. Would you just say fuck it? I mean, I'd be like, uh, I don't know, maybe but, maybe no, no kissing. Well, but it's, yeah, it's a package deal. You gotta, you got you gotta take the whole, the whole shebang. Hmm. I did see a a woman on the internet a while back that has a full beard. She has some sort of weird disease, hormonal thing, yeah. And now, and she'd been shaving, and she finally decided to say fuck it, and she just grows a full beard. And it's a woman. And was, when I first saw, it, I thought it was like a transgendered person. I mean, is she um, okay? Okay, looking aside it's from fine. that, yeah. yeah. And the beard's great. I mean, it looks good, like a full Zach Galifianakis beard. I was, huh. I was like, "What the fuck?" I'm sure there's dudes out there that'd be into that. I'm sure there are. I, I don't. I'm. I don't. I don't know that I'm one of them, but you never know until you try. Really. I mean. Another good philosophical question for you. So let's say you're. Let's say you're dating. A woman, everything's going perfectly. I'm dating a woman and everything's going perfectly. She's great. She's great. She's the one. You're sure. You're 100% sure. And then, you you know, the sex is great. Everything's fine. And then all of a sudden, you find out that she was born a man and had a sex change. But you didn't, you did you weren't able to tell. I don't know how that would change anything for me, really. To be well, quite you'd, you'd, you'd be like, well... I mean, I might be weirded out for a little bit, but yeah. mean, the person's the person. I'm already falling in love with yeah, all that stuff. It's not going to be like all of a sudden the sex is bad or something. Yeah. If, was, if you couldn't physiologically I'd tell. have to make 100% sure that the dick isn't going to grow back. <laughs> well, what if that... Okay, what's, let's say that happens. Like two it's years, like a lizard Two sale. years in, she just... She still has the vagina, and it's, you know, everything's great. The sex is, you know, but... Just just above the vag, and this is this is the woman of your dreams. This is the one. She just grows like a little, like small cock and balls, but she still has the vag. I mean, can we can we? Yeah, okay, in this scenario, am I in in the position to where I have enough money to get the cock and balls t- cut off? You, no, it's it's you're you're, still, you're, 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 I'm, I'm, you're you're me. The you're, current. You're, you're you. Yeah. I'm the current. Okay. That's gonna be rough. 
So all you gotta do is plus keep, when you're banging, you're gonna be smashing her little balls. Yeah, all you gotta her. all you gotta do is just <laughs> pretend like that little appendage is not there and keep, and keep business going as usual. So a lot of doggy style, right? However you work it out, but the person is still perfect. I mean, honestly, I'd have to be actually presented with this scenario in real life to be able to. Right, you can't answer. But I'm gonna say, for the sake of this, I'm gonna say um, I would I would power through. I would work my way. Through it, you certainly try to make it. I work. would certainly try to make it work. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, if I've been presented with that question, the first question before, like a younger me might have been a little more weirded out about it, but by now, man, I'm just like, I just want to find a girl that likes the same TV shows as me. Yeah, and is decent looking. Has a has a vagina. Yeah, that's not too hard to get to. Right. Like, yeah, and like a good brain and all that stuff. Yeah, halfway. I don't even care if she's smart. Yeah. As long as she agrees with me about everything, you know? And she can take a punch. Oh, definitely take a punch. Mm-hmm. Is Has a good guard game. You know? <laughs> <laughs> intelligently defend herself. <clears throat> yeah, I want her to be able to intelligently defend herself. <laughs> Big John McCarthy will pull me off whenever it's over. But, uh, I know people that have, I've brought that question to before. And they'd say they'd kill him. Yeah. Isn't that insane? You love that person. It was, it was the, the love of your life. Until you found out 15 years ago they had a wiener. Right. But other than that, beautiful and all, right. everything you want. I, I don't understand that reaction. I don't either. It's just weird. It's mostly rednecks that say they For me, I don't think it would even be a question. <laughs> I mean, be like, be like, oh, okay. It's like, okay. Neat. Yeah. You want tacos? <laughs> you know like, yeah. Can you just like, can we tape that thing down or something? So I don't know. You know put some duct tape over the, 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 the mutant dong. Just <laughs> tape it. Pretend like it's not there. Yeah, I, I don't. But like you said, it's you can't know for sure until you're actually in a situation. Yeah, um, like the the reaction thing where they said they'd kill him. Like that's a little harsh. I mean, I can I can I can't understand someone like breaking that off, breaking off the relationship, and not going. I can, I can understand that. Well, I can't understand killing I'm, them. I'm kind of. I'm kind of putting it forth as if somehow, magically, the person wasn't lying to you. It was just never brought up? Or or maybe it was like they had some form of amnesia or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that you both find out. You know what I mean? It's like, because lying is one... You, I could understand being very angry with someone about mis- misrepresenting themselves. Yeah. And I don't... To me, the question's not about whether they're lying or not. It's, it's just about whether you can handle the fact that they're a gender bender or, you know, whichever scenario we're talking about. It's sort of the, the question that I'm trying to get answered yeah. because it interests me. Uh, Philosophically. Well, I guess that, that's just kind of the way of telling, it's kind of a way of telling whether or not a person is homophobic or not. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sex is sex. Yeah, um, again, I, I can see somebody breaking it off, but not killing them. Because I've heard most of the most of the rednecks that I've heard answer that question. Was Ew, gross. Fucking kill them. Fucking kill them. Yeah, I don't understand that. Nor do I, but people are stupid, man. People are dumb. Yeah, they're they're really dumb, but they're not that dumb. 
people are at least like they like they're able I'm I'm amazed that as dumb as people are that they're able to drive vehicles and there aren't just accidents everywhere all the time. I don't know. That amazes me. It is pretty fascinating. Like as stupid as you are, how are you able to just follow the traffic laws and not kill people? It's amazing that people can function at high level doing certain kinds of tasks but be so fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, just in terms of about almost every literary intelligence, or or you know what I mean. It's yeah. a mystery. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Um, God, is there another scenario like that we could bring up? Uh, well, there's the would you rather's. Have you ever? <laughs> yeah, like like would you rather suck a goat's dick to completion and swallow, or eat a fresh dirty band aid? That you found on the street. I would eat the fresh, dirty Band-Aid that I found on the street, I think. Really? Rather than sucking off a goat? Yeah. I am just. I don't want to suck off a goat. I'd take my chances with the Band-Aid. Yeah, that's a tough one. Can you get AIDS by eating? You're taking that risk. Oh, you can definitely get hepatitis. Because you don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. Whereas the goat, the goat diseases are not tran- generally transferable to human beings, so you'd be safer that way. But the deed would be a little harder. A little bit nastier. Yeah. Stinkier. Because they stink. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't know if I'd suck the goat off, though. Can I jerk the goat off? Nope. <laughs> you have to suck and swallow. And swallow. Do I have to like, play with its balls or anything? Do I have to make sure it enjoys it? No, you just have to. It doesn't to, have to be passionate? Okay. And, and as, long as, the, as long as it ejaculates. Shit. Mm. And you do, ri- and with the band aid, you risk hepatitis. It's a, a fresh, HIV. bloody pussy band aid. Pussy, yeah. That you just uh. that you just found on the street. That you and the goat's disease free. You can't. The, well, you don't. It's a goat. It's a healthy goat. Doesn't have herpes. I mean, you, that wouldn't be. Tra- I don't think it's transferable. Now, is, is the goat going to? It's a different disease. Is the goat going to follow me around the rest of its life because? He, no, you. Know, it's a. It's a. It's, it's a one night stand. I'm you, never going to see this goat again. Yeah, it's no strings attached. You know what? Let's fuck this goat or suck the goat off. Let's yeah, do that because then you're at least not risking. And nobody's nobody has to find out about me sucking the goat off. Uh, that's that part's not you. You can. If I want to tell people, I can. <laughs> we we can yeah we can make it to where it's private. I'd like it to be private. <laughs> you, what? You, why? Why? Why do you not want people to know that you sucked a goat to completion? See, now we're getting. Where's, in, the, where's the shame in that? Now we're getting into that episode of Black Mirror where they make the politician fuck the pig. Very first episode too. They really came out of the fucking gates with it. Yeah, that, that's a pretty intense one. <laughs> pretty intense. Fuck that show's good. You like that show, right? Yeah. So some episodes more than others. Yeah, course, I can get but, that. Um, uh, I mean, the episodes vary so wildly. Yeah, because it is insane. Like that's what that's one of the things that makes the show great is that each one's a different story. Did you like the one that had Fat Damon in it? Um, that was like Star Trek. Yeah, meh. I liked it pretty well, but it's it is one of my least favorite ones. It's one of the ones that I, that I'm probably more likely to skip if I rewatch yeah. that season. Because I re- I've rewatched all the seasons twice now. Partly because I just don't like Star Trek. Yeah, I'm not a Star Trek guy. Yeah. I mean, I like the concept of that uh, episode, though. Yeah, there's things it's, about it that are good. It's pretty cool. It's um, it's lower on the list of. What about the, what's the one where the uh, they catch the kid jerking off on? Is that hated in the nation or? I don't remember the name. I'm trying to remember that show. 
They catch the kid jerking off on his laptop, and then they oh, they send him on like they a blackmail him. Chase, yeah. they black, they're blackmailing a whole different, a whole gang of people, right? That different was reasons. fucked up, yeah. And you don't see it coming, and, and that's like that's like every teenage boy's nightmare. And then, the, well, then you they're find gonna out, find out that I'm jacking. Then off. you find out what he's jerking off to. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, everybody hates him, and he goes to jail. It's fucking insane that show. Yeah, it's scary shit. Um, what's another good would you rather? Um, one of them that gets, I, I've heard a lot is, uh, would you rather on Christmas morning, everyone comes down and you're getting ready to open presents and you say, before we open presents, I have a video I want you to watch. Would you rather that video be of you staring into the camera, masturbating, like not just, not just masturbating, having a session Really pleasuring yourself, eye to the camera, to, like playing with your nipples. You got something in your butt. You're doing all kinds of weird stuff, and it's all visible and yeah. well shot. And it's your entire family watching it. Yeah, it's like a three camera shoot. There, there's edits yeah. in there. Oh yeah, it's, it's just you by yourself, just having a time, giving yourself a good rogering. Or would you rather that video be of you getting bukkakeed by a bunch of homeless men? Oh, definitely the masturbation sesh. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's a big deal because I actually do that, but I don't actually. Yeah, but see, I, the the uh, logic I've heard by picking the bukkake with the homeless people is that you could be being blackmailed into doing that, being forced to do it. But it's masturbation. I know, but you're forcing your family to watch you just really get in there. That's better than forcing them to watch <laughs> me get get a crock jam deep into my throat. Well, they're not. No, they're just jerking off on you. Oh, Bukaki. Yeah, I they're not th- fucking you. They're just jerking off on you. Oh, I mean, you can. You can but I'm. But I. But am you I can clothed? Do the other, am I clothed? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's whatever. It's whatever. But like, yeah, you're essentially just tied to a chair and a bunch but, of. Okay, but so the one case is I'm unloading ex- all over exposing you. my nudity and my erection and and, and yeah. I'm doing the sexual act and the other one the sexual act is being done to me and I'm clothed. Or they don't. They're not seeing my butthole and my balls. Yeah. And, um, and you're just getting showered. You don't have to swallow any of it. It's just going all over you. I'd still go with the masturbation. Yeah, just to put your family through some shit. <laughs> well, no, no, just because uh, I'm not ashamed. I mean, it's like I'd rather I'd rather do shoot that session. I can see you probably thinking than, about doing that anyway. Than to uh, you know get get violated by a bunch of homeless dudes. Mm, I'd rather because that. one thing is something that I'd actually do, which is like shoot a porn of me jacking off. It's like if I had a girlfriend and said, shoot me, you know, shoot me this video for me. It's like my biggest turn. I'd totally do it for it, you know? That's not that's not out of my parameters of things that I would do, I would actually do sexually. Whereas taking a bunch of loads from a bunch of homeless guys isn't something that I would... Hot, act, just probably yellow. I would not actually do that. So... Just weird looking. I would, I would, I would, I would err on the side of honesty and be like, you know... Yes, this is something that I would actually do, family. Watch me jerk off. <laughs> Drink it in. Yeah, it's like, well, now <laughs> I don't have anything to hide from me anymore. That's the worst thing about me. So now we can be more open, have a better relationship. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I'm not sure. I, I tend to go towards the homeless men because that way I can say I was blackmailed or something like that. I don't want to force my mom to watch me spank it. 
I guess it depends too on what you mean by forcing someone to watch because you know what I mean? Like how do you force someone to watch them? Is there, is there, are there, are they putting guns to their head? Are their eyes that's peeled open by a, like in by a machine? Clockwork orange. Yeah. That's, that's not really in the scenario. You know what I mean? I, obviously I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, I mean, what, no matter, no matter what we're ruining Christmas dinner. Yeah. I, I don't want them to be forced to watch either scenario. Mm. I but, see where you're coming from. You know what I mean? So there's a, there's another popular one. Um, okay. Um, your mom and your girlfriend have switched bodies or your wife, whatever the scenario. So there's your mom, but in her inside of her is your girlfriend. And then your girlfriend inside of her is your mom. So yeah, you've switched and identities. To, you've, you switched the souls and the identities yeah. with the bodies in order to get them to switch back. You have to fuck one of them. Which one do you fuck? Um, the body of the girlfriend with the consciousness of my mom. I think I would have to do that too, but I would have to knock her out. And I'm, I'm, I want, <laughs> I want everyone to know that I'm 100. You're going to knock out your mom. I'm going to, I'm 100 against violence against women. But with this scenario, we're at least going to slip her a Mickey or something. You know, but is that legal? Is that part of the? Are you, are you allowed it, to roofie them? It's not stated in the scenario. I've never heard it stated. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that one's that one's kind of an icky one. I, I mean, I'd, I'd stick with my answer, I guess. Yeah, especially if you're allowed to knock them out. <laughs> especially if you're allowed to knock them out. Uh, yeah, that I choose a. I choose <coughs> girlfriend's body. Uh, because you know it's. You know, it's not like my mom has never had sex before. It's just like, but, she, but you know, she needs to have her her body back with her identity. It's just like, yeah. I have to do it. Yeah, that's the only way to get them switched back. I mean. I definitely want to be knocked out because I don't want my mom critiquing my style, you know. Yeah, she probably would be like, no, raise your hips. No. <laughs> Thrusting too hard. No. This is ridiculous. Give me some foreplay. Some foreplay. Jesus Christ, Mom. <laughs> Mom. Just, just get this over with. Oh, God damn it. Have you been listening to any good music? Nope. I've not been That's listening like to, to hear. any good music. Listen to some really bad music, but not very much. Ooh, tell me what you've what you've been listening to. And I was just joking. I haven't <laughs> been listening to anything really. I've been watching videos more than You see my music. scenario that I want? I want uh Five finger death punch to do a version <laughs> yeah. of of uh Disturb's version of Sound of Silence. That's that's <laughs> that's some wormhole shit right there. That's shitty song in the inception. You, you open up a open up a portal into a Stranger Things universe, open up a portal to the upside down. Yeah. Or something. See what I said was um since Disturbed's version is so much better than, or well, slightly better than Simon and Garfunkel's. Yeah, they simplified it. Yeah, they took away they all the nice, all the all the good, all the beautiful harmony, all that bullshit, and, yeah. this superfluous crap. And <laughs> what I want is Five Finger Death Punch to do a version of Disturbed's version, and then Simon and Garfunkel, once they've learned how to make things 
better easily digestible for the main mainstream audience then they can do a version of five finger death, death punches, punches version, version of, of disturbs version. version and then it'll be better i think i think that there's i think that you're onto something here not just with these three artists oh yeah well, we can do I this mean, with you, almost everybody yeah and you could even make it more times removed than that if you had to Oh God! What else could we do? Um, like if, like if Creed covered Creed? Pearl Jam's "Black," okay, and then we could get Five um, Finger Death Punch could, could do Creed's version of Pearl Jam's "Black." We could get and then get th- uh, Three Doors Down, okay, yeah, to do it, and then get Pearl Jam to cover Three Doors Down version. I can see that something like that when we can tweak it. I, I, I we'll sleep like- sleep on it, and we'll. I'm willing to bet if I look around on the internet, I can find one of those bands doing a version of Pearl Jam's Black. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look for it. Black cover. Let's see what we got. Aaron Lewis from Stained. Oh, Over your career. Oh, there's a goddamn. I never, I never got, I never got the whole. You never got into Stained or Aaron Lewis. I just no, me neither, dude. I don't like. Never it. liked it. I don't like his I, voice. He has a decent voice. He can carry a tune. I mean, it's I'm always say, so monotone. I'm not saying he's not talented. I just don't like it. Here it is. Listen to that. Listen to that some bitch. Guitar sounds like shit. Hey! <laughs> guitar does sound like shit. Listen to some bitch. He sings right from his nostrils. Hmm. It's unsettling. It's it's, it's kind of close to Halloween. You think of it that way. Yeah. There's a God. There's a lot of people to do this song. Oh, we got to come up with something for the. For the PFR episode, for, do a Halloween special of some kind. We got to come up with some kind of shtick. What do you think we should do? I, I used know, to like play I remember the like, like I remember you doing stuff where there was like I forget that episode where it was like you're in another. There's like a room, oh, yeah. you know, like really like <laughs> something crazy oh, like that. Where there was like a there's a door outside the pillow fort that took us to that took us to um, different places. Like I had, I had all these sound effects pulled up. Yeah, it was actually just YouTube videos. And like we go to one door, and all of a sudden there'd be war, <laughs> war happening. Oh, we're in the middle of World War Two. Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> God, that's an old one. <laughs> Some, yeah, we need to do something like that for Halloween. <laughs> uh, we can put a few little like those cotton cobweb shit over the mic yeah. stands here. Some, well, we could some, I mean, put some plastic spiders. Could this be? Could we do like our our first radio play? Do just do like a mean? forty like like um. Like an old school radio play, like where there's like a whole thing that we do, and like we're walking through a house and oh, like, like a just like do like a, a half like hour a story, like, like a story. Yeah, well, that would take some work though. We'd it have would to take do, a little bit of we work. Well, to, Chuck's a writer. We could get Chuck to write it. Yeah, we could all call, we could collaborate, and then like have different. We could play different roles. Yeah, I mean we could. Oh, even though we don't have any experience. Or ambition doing that sort of work. Nope. And we'd have to actually work on it. 
seems like a lot of work, but um, that's what I'm saying. I do remember the, the thing you're talking about where like there's different portals that we'd walk through. Yeah, I remember that being a fun. I don't even remember which episode concept. that was. <laughs> it was dumb. I liked it though. <laughs> and then we had the one where we were fighting the the blanket fort people. I don't know if I I don't know if I heard that episode or not. That's a pretty early one. We'd fight the blanket fort guys and and uh, <coughs> it was pretty dumb too. <laughs> Seems like the pillow fort has a, a structural advantage because pillows are thicker than blankets. Yeah, and it's easier to rebuild. Yeah, the blanket, blanket blanket takes some time. The blanket you need other things. The pillow f- pillows you can make your own. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a Lego system almost. Yeah, the blankets you need chairs to hold up the blankets and or everything. some kind of rope or something slats. That's what I'm saying. And then once that once that fort is t- torn down, the process of rebuilding it might be. Oh, yeah, it'll be Hurricane Katrina level type shit for. Might take for a lot blanket a lot you know? longer than rebuilding a pillow fort once it's torn down. Man, I'm trying to remember, because uh, I almost want to listen to that episode again where we did the Inception thing, where we had time portals. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I don't remember. I think, we, I think I used to be a lot more creative. <laughs> you you used, to, yeah, you used to put more energy into coming up with stuff like that. You did more like pre-production work, I think. Well, I, really, I think I almost, I sort of did that on the fly. <laughs> well, it's, I, it's, I think the idea was in my head to do it. <laughs> no, that some of the the ones I'm thinking of, you definitely had to have some something pre planned because you're using. I definitely these, had to have things these files up. and stuff, and it takes thought and planning. Yeah, I definitely had to have things pulled up, like uh, I had multiple tabs open on my phone, and you had that uh, soundboard thing. You know, maybe you that might was use that. Uh, I missed that a lot, but it was a bit of a crutch. Well, what, I mean, what would it laughs. take to get to to set up something like that again? I mean, I can. Couldn't you just have something? I can see most of the sound effects on the soundboard, especially the ones from the show. I just clipped out and made a button on it, and that did take some time. You mean like a sampler? Yeah. Is that what it was? It was essentially it was a, an app on the phone, it was soundboard, and you could make your own sounds for it. So, like Chuck said, the N-word, I would clip out him saying the N-word out of context and or, then use it. Yeah, or Elena saying, my pussy. Who? Um, me. Oh yeah, you're playing your character. Yeah. Playing my character, Elena. What a dumb name. Yeah, I, I, I was just trying to think of like, <laughs> you know, just the stupidest, most ridiculous yeah. person I could come up with. You know, she's kind of a hyperbolic character. Yeah, that I yeah. invented. Big tits. Yeah, big tits. Really, just really stupid. <laughs> um, bad personality. <laughs> weird, dumb sounding voice. <laughs> you know, I was really just kind of just really just trying to make it as ugly as possible. <laughs> Big tits, though. That's all. Yeah, big tits. But, uh, um, but I can download generic soundboards that just have a lot of different um, sound effects on them. A lot of the ones that I use, like the uh, dun dun dun, that one that was that came preloaded on the soundboard, and I use that a lot. But um, uh, like for the let's get it on. I always I, I downloaded that and the bomb 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 cut it out just for that. Um, for the period report, I cut out that part of uh, the song "Blood" by Pearl Jam. <laughs> the period report. Yeah, you remember, yeah, you remember doing the period report? <laughs> <laughs> God, it was so stupid. I loved it so much. <laughs> stupid shit. Um, then we had Chuck's rant music, which was just circus music. 
Whenever you go on a rant. You, you start, if you start to get bored with what he's saying, you just yep. start, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had it the other night. <laughs> <laughs> I could have pulled it up any time because there's all kinds of different clown music on there. That gives you more control over the show and yeah, it, it adds, you know, it just adds a little spark. I, yeah, I can definitely get a, get another soundboard that'll have preloaded sounds and slowly build back up the clips that I make myself, but I probably won't be doing um, pulling the clips from the show anymore just because that takes time. Like, I have to listen to it all again, you know? I mean, you could we could just sit here and just have a say, you yeah. know what I mean? Just do a session of just samples. But then it's funnier, it's funnier that, like, when Chuck said, um, nothing, I can't stand more than a white girl with a nigger, and... And you just cut that. Cut, just cut that out of context. Yeah. And <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so funny. And he didn't know I was doing it. Well, he did on the show. <laughs> he didn't know. I, he didn't know I did that. I cut it and made a sample out of it. <laughs> right, but during the show, he could hear you doing it when he yeah, could yeah, use yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. The soundboard just stopped working. It, it seems like you hurt should, my feelings so much. She get that going again. Oh, we can do it. We'll uh, spend a little bit of time fucking with that after we're done yeah, recording we're this. Yeah, we a project because I think that I think it sparks up there, and it's not something you have to use as a crutch. You could just like say, "I'm not going to use it this sh- for this show." You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. mean that's where I had the uh, old theme song. Yeah, the wh- 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 why did the old theme song stop? Did you just get sick of it? Well, no, I um, let me find it. I have it on. On my phone, I didn't like, I, I I didn't have the original version of it, so I had to cut it out of. I had to find it on an episode, and cut it out. Now, did you make that track? Yeah, that's what I thought. On like a just a little, it was on like a sequencer, a sequencer that you downloaded on the phone. This is this is uh, the version that I have. So you can hear you can hear uh, Chuck moving his mic. Yeah, a little bit of noise. But other than that, it sounds fine. I could probably find it on one of the earlier episodes and cut it out and make it better. Yeah, because just that what the, the that annoyed me so much. Well, there, you also played it at the end of the show some of the times, didn't you? Yeah. Too? So you could find a clean version. I probably can if yeah. I go look at the earlier. But again, that would require effort and a little not, bit of work. Not really all that much effort, but. Some effort, though. Yeah. And some effort is 100% more than no effort. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, fuck around trying to try to find a decent soundboard here after we're done with this. Yeah, that'd be fine. Um, let me see. We think about the old... Uh, is this more... Is the Elizabeth Warren thing more of a uh, regular show? Or can we do it on this? It doesn't matter. Does well, it? by the time we do the regular show... By the time it plays, it might be. We don't know if it's going to be a relevant issue on Wednesday. Yeah, because I'm putting this right up now. right now as soon as we're done. So let's we just talk about it. Since um, we don't have anything else, it's hilarious. On. Yeah. Well, so why don't you update the readers for the readers, the, the readers, the listeners <laughs> who uh, maybe aren't aren't um, aren't up to snuff with the current events related to Elizabeth Warren's ethnicity. Where are where are we right now? What has happened? Well, she um, had a DNA test done, 
that's uh, that proved that there's a chance that she has Native American heritage. Like somewhere between one five hundredth and one one thousandth, or something like that. They, I think, they settled on one one thousand twenty fourth. That being that being on the low end. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's actually where they settled it. That that's her heritage, which is the average person in America. Average person, not just white person. Right. The average person in America has point zero one eight percent. Native American, which is many more times than Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> than one, one, 1,024. And she used this to gain- To get to cheaper get college. Cheaper college, to get positions in college. She was listed as a woman of color on the staff whenever she was like a, a professor or some shit. She's used it ever her whole life. She said, she told this big, long story about her, her mother and father, her- her um, her grandparents didn't want them to get married because her mother was part Cherokee, and the other part was another Native American, and about all it's th- all fucking bullshit. Now she might have been duped by her parents. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe they actually told her this, and she believed them because they're her parents. But it was not. Her mother was not a Native American. But she made this big video of her getting the results read to her. She's on speakerphone in her kitchen. And like, like well-produced and Well-produced, like she's getting the results read to her over the phone, and there happens to be someone filming the doctor reading the fucking results to her, too. Like, this is- Multiple angles. I want to find that video and play it, because it is so disgusting. Like- <sighs> And this is somebody that I kind of liked a couple years ago, you know? What is... Okay, there's... Okay, I found her page. So, let me see here. You and Donald... And, it's, and I guess, alleged, supposedly, Donald Trump has offered to donate a million dollars to the charity of her choice. If, if she, she could, could prove, prove she's Native American. If she could prove she is Native American. Um all she proved is, is there's a chance that she's a Native American. She, there's a chance that she has DNA that could be from North or South America in it. Yeah. She could be one one thousandth Brazilian or, you know what I mean, or Chilean. She could be part Maya or something. Not necessarily Cherokee. Is that is that correct? Yeah. But she's claiming to be Cherokee, specifically. I really want to find the video. She might have had it fucking scrubbed, man. Because... I can't find that official video that was all well produced and her like bragging about it. And I heard about it, but I didn't watch it. It's so fucking insane. But like, like this comes out and like even Native Americans are like, man, get the fuck out of here, you white bitch. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, they're like, it's so rude. That's why I said her and Rachel Dolezal should be uh, on the ticket together. I mean, I, d- I don't, I don't like anybody doing that. I kind of don't even like someone doing that, even if they are like, you know, an eighth or a quarter Native American. Yeah. What is it to, to in order to get like the benefits? You got to be. I thought it was eighth, one eighth, which is your one of your grandparents has to be full blood. A right? grandparent or be, or like two grandparents that are half yeah. or whatever. That's what I well, used to be when I was. I love that they're calling her Focahontas. <laughs> Um, what is the other one? Um, Liawatha. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> I think I, f- I found something close to the video here. Carol Ellis. Support- oh, God damn it. It's a fucking political ad. Love it. Oh, God. It's somebody reporting on the video. All I want is the fucking actual video, man. But I don't know. It's just this. It's just this. Um, it's total hypocrisy because, on the one hand, you know, you don't you don't want to treat a minority as though they're morally inferior to, say, a white person. You, you know, that's the whole idea of like liberalism and PC culture is that we're equal, and you don't treat you know you should what black people should and Native Americans and Hispanics should be treated equally. You know they, they yeah. should they shouldn't be dis- they shouldn't be treatment. they shouldn't be discriminated against right so there shouldn't be negative treatment towards a certain ethnicity, but she has actually used it to get favorable treatment because of her race, which is actually in itself a form of racism. Because mm-hmm. you're saying I des- you know I deserve something because of my ethnicity. That's the same thing that racist white people do towards minorities. Yeah. It's total hypocrisy on just a basic fundamental level. Well, I think what her, like, she's been using this for a long time. And now she wants to use it more than ever because Bernie's got the Jew card. Right. And she's got to be. But she's also, she's already a woman. So. Yeah. She does. She's, she's really. Jew? Is this woman top Jew? I think it does. Really? I think it does. In our cult, yeah, since he is a man, and, being and, a man is original and, sin. In liberal culture, yes. Yeah, being a white man is original sin. Yeah, here in in the liberal culture, right. So and and Jews are Jews, kind of Jews are, are Jews are white. On they're the whitish. They're whitish. Yeah. Well, they consider uh, the liberals consider Jewish people white, but you go to Nebraska, see if they right. can see if they consider Jewish guy white. I consider him white just because, but um. Because he is, she has white. to have some sort of oppression points. Yeah, you know? she she already had the woman thing going for her. I don't know well, why she, she tried to double down. I think she needed more. She felt yeah, like yeah. she needed more. Yeah, she's she's ambitious. She actually submitted some uh, some recipes to a cookbook for Native Americans called Pow Wow Chow, and I'm not joking. <laughs> it turns out those were plagiarized bullshit. She uh, she she tried to say that again. She tried to share. Like she submitted submitted Native American recipes, the recipes to a cookbook called Pow Wow Chow for Native Americans. Even though she has no Native American heritage, where she it's not like she learned, yeah, how to cook from her Native American, you know, family, yeah, because her family isn't Native American. So we found <laughs> out. Oh, it's so good. Jesus. Let me see. God bless her. Oh god, this is stupid. Um There's a there's a whole bunch of videos of people making fun of her for the uh DNA test. I bet there are. But like the, I feel like this has completely backfired for her for for everybody except for like the super duper liberal people um who are going to back her no matter what unless I don't know. Do you, are they going to back her over Bernie? You think? I don't know. I, I don't understand. Yeah, you know, I don't understand the way 
they pick their candidates. <laughs> the 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 Democrats are just really really bad at picking candidates. I mean, just go back, rewind. I mean, first you know Hillary, and then before that it was what? Um, oh God, these uh, this goes back to twenty twelve. Elizabeth Warren's powwow chow Cherokee recipes were word for word copies of famous French chefs' techniques. <laughs> This goes back to 2012, and here's the cover of the book Pow Wow Chow. It's hilarious, man. So this, so what we have here is an old woman who, just like Hillary Clinton, doesn't realize that people can look things up on the internet and find out the truth. And, oh my god, this is hilarious. And it was in a 1984 cookbook called Pow Wow Chow. She's been... She's been riding this train for a long time. Here's an interesting article. It says, what if Senator, Senator Elizabeth Warren chose Greek ancestry instead of Cherokee? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, trying to, I'm looking up quote, some Elizabeth Warren quotes just to get get into her politics a little bit. We need to redistribute the wampum. <laughs> <laughs> we need the rich need to give more of their seashells. <laughs> How? She walks up to the podium as she gives It's unfair How? that people on the coast have more seashells than the people living in land. <laughs> so we need to build Infrastructure systems she's to move the seashells. She's at a press conference, and she, whenever she uh, call, uh, wants to answer a question, she'll point at the journalist and be like, yes, Kimasabi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a stupid bitch. <laughs> she she plagiarized her those fucking recipes. God, I, I, I kind of want to buy the fucking thing. Pow wow chow. That's even racist, right? I mean... If not, if, if you're not a leftist and you say it, then it's racist. But if you are leftist, I guess it's okay. That seems to be how it works. I want to find that video because it is it is too much. Elizabeth Warren's heritage. See the full story. I think I might have found it, baby. Oh, God, it's five minutes long, but it might be worth it to make fun of. Pocahontas! Pocahontas, I apologize to you. I apologize. To you, I apologize. To the, to the fake Pocahontas, I won't apologize. <laughs> he's good at this, man. I don't care. He's, he's, he's pretty funny. I am a Republican registered. Yes. What do you think of him calling her Pocahontas? Well, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, I think it's these really are brothers. He's talking about stuff he doesn't have any idea about. It's offensive to me, not just as Betsy's cousin, but as a Native American. They feel like an. Oh, they call her Betsy. That's cute. My mom, but mostly I'm a grandmother, and my mamma's not around to defend herself. My mother was born in eastern Oklahoma. It had been Indian territory until just a few years earlier, when it had become a state. My daddy always said he fell head over heels in love with my mother the first time he saw her. But my daddy's parents, the Herrings, were bitterly opposed to their marrying because my mother's family, the Reeds, was part Native American. This sort of discrimination was common at the time. 
So when my mama was 19 and my daddy was 20, they Jesus fuck. And together they built a family, my three older brothers and me. How much do you want to vomit right now? Um, Not very much because it ruined my buzz. <laughs> but how did Dad Herring feel about Daddy marrying my mother? Oh, it was, not, it was not the happiest time, I'm sure. And I think they had a real ride over that. My family grew up on the ragged edge of the middle class. My three brothers all went off to the military when I was just a kid. My life then took some twists and turns, as life does. I went to college, dropped I got in one little fight, and then mom got scared. Went to college, law school, had another kid, got divorced, married Bruce, and started teaching. I used my mama's grit to get through commuter college and law school. I used my daddy's relentless optimism when I was balancing babies and books. But my background played no role in my hiring. Oh. What does Warren translate into Cherokee as? Spreading bull? <laughs> That's great. Pocahontas. No criticism from me. <laughs> you know Elizabeth Warren, right? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> is Senator Warren lying about her heritage to advance her career? Do you remember her heritage ever coming up during the hiring process? No. 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 Her heritage had no bearing on her hiring. Period. I was chairing the committee that year. If ethnicity had been part of the discussion, I would have known about it. Her name with respect to racial minority hires, no, never. That's nonsense. Her reputation as a teacher was stellar. We decided to hire her because she was the best there was on the market. Elizabeth was revered as perhaps the best teacher on the faculty. She is a tremendous teacher, an important scholar. She was a trailblazer. She is the hardest working person I have probably ever come across. She's just been a giant. Oh, Jesus, fuck. I want to see if I can skip forward to uh, the field. She's probably one of the 100 best law professors of the last uh, half century. And to try to belittle one in a thousand. Now, no. a liar, what do the facts say? Oh, God damn it. Say... I will give you a million dollars to your favorite charity, paid for by Trump, if there you take is. the test and it shows you're an Indian, you know. All right, check it out. Hi, this is Elizabeth Warren. This is what I was is talking Dr. about. Is Dr. Bustamante in, please? Hi, I'm Carlos Bustamante, and I've advised companies in the direct-to-consumer space, including Ancestry.com, 23andMe, and Helix. In the senator's genome, we did find five segments of Native American ancestry with very high confidence, where we believe the error rate is less than one in a thousand. Now, the president likes to call my mom a liar. What do the facts say? The facts suggest that you absolutely have a Native American ancestor in your pedigree. Okay. We come from Oklahoma. When we were born, they said, these are the parents, these are your grandparents, these are your aunts and uncles. Their word was always their bond. They were honest. That's right. Well, that's what Betsy's been saying. I'm not enrolled in a tribe, and only tribes determine tribal citizenship. I understand and respect that distinction, but my family history is my family history. Who, Pocahontas? (laughs) This isn't just about casual racism war hoops and tomahawk chops native communities have faced discrimination neglect and violence okay chuck (laughs) and trump can say whatever he wants about me but mocking native americans or any group in order to try to get at me 
That's not what America stands for. I don't remember Some Trump doing that. Some people question my heritage and my family yeah. history. <laughs> he specifically said that he wasn't mocking. Maybe they do it the for He said he apologized to the real Pocahontas. I'm not right. And the kind of change I'm trying to bring to Washington. Maybe they do it. That's about it. Politi- but <laughs> the uh. scene where it's her and the doctor being filmed... It's so set up, it makes me want to fucking fight. It's so stupid. <laughs> you got another one? No. You got any? You got no. any good quotes from her? I'm just getting into just some of the. These are like. This is just some quotes on Goodreads. So these are quotes that are supposed to be, you know, good quotes, things that people like, things that she said. I'm having a hard time finding all the stupid things, the absurd things that she has said. Um,. But uh, so here's here's one. There is nobody in this country who got rich on their own. Nobody. You build a factory out there. Good for you. But I want to be clear. You moved your goods to market on roads the rest of us paid for. You hired workers the rest of us paid to educate. You were safe in your factory because of police forces and fire forces that the rest of us paid for. You didn't have to worry that marauding bands would come and seize everything in your factory. Now look, you built a factory and it turned into something terrific or a great idea. God bless. Keep a hunk of it. Keep a hunk of it. (laughs) But part of the underlying social contract, which there's no such thing as a fucking social contract, uh, is that you take a hunk of that and pay forward for the next kid who comes along. Um, I mean, there's just so many just absurd holes in that statement that I don't even want to know if I want to break it down. Let's try another one. I don't remember signing a contract. Yo, show me where I signed, bitch. Show me where I fucking signed this social contract that you made up to justify um, state violence over peace, peaceful individuals forcing that, that, oh, oh, thank you so much for letting me keep a hunk of my own fucking money that you claim that you earned because roads and shit exist. Fuck you. Um, let's see, let's see. There's more of the same the same quote repeated. I mean, some of the things she has legitimate points on. Let's see, like like today today the game is rigged, rigged to work for those who have money and power. Big corporations hire armies of lobbyists to get billion dollar loopholes into the tax system and persuade their friends in Congress to support laws that keep the playing field tilted in their favor. Meanwhile, hardworking families are told that they'll just have to live with smaller dreams for their children. It's like, okay, so you acknowledge that it's people like you in Congress who are who are being bribed by corporations to put these loopholes and laws into place for corporations. But it's not the responsibility of you in Congress for some reason. It's all on the cor- it's the corporation's fault that you have this monopoly on power and this monopoly on violence. That's the part where you don't seem to understand where the problem lies. Um, she seems okay with the violence as long as it's not against her. As long as they're as long as they're using the you know the money the the loot to pay for shit that she wants, she's fine with with violently you know stealing money from people. Um, but if they use it to pay for something she doesn't want, then it's, oh, then it's evil. Let's see here. Here's one. The next time you drive into a Walmart parking lot, pause for a second to note that 
that this Walmart, like the more than 5,000 other Walmarts across the country, costs taxpayers about $1 million in direct subsidies to the employees who don't earn enough money to pay for an apartment, buy food, or get even the most basic health care for their children. Okay, she's assuming that that these entitlements are like like the, the government is being forced to do it or something. Uh, in total, Walmart benefits from more than seven billion from more than seven billion subsidies each year from taxpayers like you. Um, it, it's a chicken or the egg thing, right? Yeah. Is is Walmart benefiting from um, the welfare state because it's they're being greedy with how much they pay their people, or are they able to get away with paying their people left because these entitlements exist? You see what I'm saying? What is it you always say? Uh- um, the corporations wouldn't be able to buy favors from the government. If oh they yeah, go- favors the, to sell. Yeah, co- corporations can purchase unfair favors from government because government has unfair favors to sell. She doesn't seem to understand that the abs- that the the fulcrum of power is always in the state, which is her, which is who writes her paychecks. She loves getting the hundreds of thousands of dollars from our tax dollars. And as a pub, as a humble public servant, she believes she's 100% entitled to making a six figure salary, um, as a congressperson. But she has a problem, um, with, you know, when corporations get, get benefit from the state, then it's like all of a sudden it's evil, yet she's making this exorbitant paycheck, um, you know, up on her high horse. Uh, just so you know, that I could, I could sit there and pick her apart. Um, she's, I'm, I doubt that she's definitely not the worst politician out there because she, she, you know, she does call attention to some injustices. Yeah, there's she, much worse. But she's just unbelievably ignorant. You know, she, she hasn't thought this shit through. I wonder through. what her voting record is on like war and stuff. Oh, I'm sure it's horrible. I mean, I'm sure she's, I mean, I'm sure she's, I mean, every single Democrat voted for the new blood, bloated, it's like trillions of dollar military budget that they did, that Trump, that they just passed. Every single Democrat. Down the line. Every fucking That includes um, I think only, frothing at the mouth leftists. I think only three people didn't vote for it. And they were... Bernie? Either, yeah, they were either independents Paul, or Republicans. Uh, Rand Paul doesn't vote for any of that shit. Um, there might have been one more, but Bernie yeah. and Rand Paul. Yeah, exactly. Those are the two I can think of. Uh, let's see. This keeps going here. Here's a Cherokee. I lost my oh. sight. There's a fucking ad first. The problem with the DNA test is that it proves nothing of relevance to whether a person is a citizen of an Indian nation, a member of an Indian nation. DNA, at best, can give you some indicators of some markers that uh, indicate that you're related to somebody who lived long ago that may have lived in North and South America, may have been a native peoples of those continents. Um, it's irrelevant to what it means to be a Native American in this country. That, that's, the base, that's based on a legal definition. Certainly every tribe has that in common that we have some legal basis for our citizenship that we determined consistent with federal treaties just wholly unhelpful uh, for any national leader to uh, cling to DNA to determine uh, yep. to establish that they're Native American in this country but 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 but, but, but she's 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 a woman she proved that she's got Native American blood so you can just shut up she's already proved it you know, Trump has to donate a million dollars. 
Yeah, that's I've, I've read uh, it's about ten million of those comments. It's so stupid. I hate it. I also kind of love it. It's kind of hilarious. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I could sit there and pay, bring some more more of her quotes up and rail on them, but I mean, you get the idea. Well, she has high cheekbones, so she's got to be Native American. Well, you know, I've never got, seen a French got, woman with high cheekbones. You know, she she needs she needs a leg up because um, her Native American DNA is so inferior that <laughs> she needs you know she needs to be we need to be handicapped. She needs to get cheaper college and have more breaks, and we need to you need to you need to vote on her based on the on the fact that uh, she is. Um, of Native American. She's ethnicity. a woman and the Native American. Yeah, that that should that should be what sway your vote, not her character or what she says or what her policies are, or what she's actually done in her life. What really matters is her DNA. That's that's really what we should. Whenever you go to the ballot box this November, listener, <laughs> do your research on the DNA of the people that you're checking to make sure that that they're not um, that their DNA has some form of of ethnicity that's not white. I mean, otherwise, you know, you're just not being fair. It doesn't matter so much who you are, what you think, or what you do. What matters is who your ancestors were. Mm-hmm. That's not racist at all. Yep. As long as you got the right DNA. That's not racist at all. Nope. See, it's a double-edged thing. It's like you're you're supposed to be the anti-racist, yet the, the thing that you're doing is overtly racist it's terrible it's like telling a black person who's a conservative that they're a um that they're a traitor to their race because because they don't have the political views that you want them to have it's like people it, with kanye yeah said uh somebody on cnn said this is what happened when negroes don't read a black guy said that that's fucked up. That I mean that's that guy just because he doesn't agree with you. And here and here Kanye's and, did you see didn't you see where he's got like Trump on board with um prison sentencing reform and all this yeah. stuff? Making some potentially some Nobody really, talked about that. Some potentially really big Kim steps. Kardashian went there and and talked to him and had a woman released from prison for a nonviolent drug offense. Yeah, and he he was like, Yeah, this is ridiculous. And he's come out and said that these laws are unfair and that they need to change. It's a step in the right direction towards prison reform. Which is something that affects African Americans unfairly, maybe harder than anything else that we could change law-wise. Yeah, would be unfair unfair prison sentencing for nonviolent drug offenses. That would be the thing the the thing that would help the black community more than anything else. Donald Trump's taking steps to do it, or he's at least he's, he's at gi- least giving lip service yeah. to the idea, and, and he may very well follow through on it. And this is what resulted from him and Kanye. Uh, having this little friendship thing that they've got. Sure, Kanye went on a weird. And people rant. are are bashing Kanye and say that he's abusing his, you know, that he's betraying his own race and all this, that he's a lost soul and all this terrible things for trying to work with Donald Trump to make the world a better place. It's fucking what, stupid. What kind of fucked up country do we live in where someone tries to work with somebody on, you know, who might otherwise be an enemy to get something positive achieved? It's what so kind of fucking world do we live in? It's they're they're mad because he's working with Donald Trump to try to exec, execute change. Why are you criticizing? Isn't him? that also like 
like the the black people that are shitting on him. Isn't that like internalized racism? I mean, I would say that it is. It's racism by way of of forced expectations. Like it, you know, you it's racism by way of not acknowledging that people are individuals. It's like, you know, you can be a black person and have a different viewpoint from other black people. Just because you don't have the same perspective as most other black people do, that doesn't it, that doesn't mean that you're against black people. It just means that as an individual, you have a different viewpoint and maybe you have a different set of experiences. You've- yeah, you're an individual. You, you you don't you, you don't see that as a problem. There are black people out there who will tell you that they don't believe that they're oppressed. They there don't plenty f- of them. Yeah. They don't feel like they're oppressed, and and they'll and white leftists will actually bash these people and and call them Uncle Toms and use racial slurs against them for not being a blue check mark leftist because they they think that that's because they believe that that's the best choice for black people. So white leftist believes that being a blue check mark leftist is the best. The only political position that a black person can have. And when um, conservative black people come out and say otherwise and state opinions that are different, they get ostracized and they get they become victims of racism from the group of people that are supposed to be the anti-racists. <laughs> it's absurd. So what, I, I just don't. It's not that I don't understand it because they whether they want to admit it or not, the lefties and the righties, they want celebrities to like to uh, think the same way they do. That's why whenever Alec Baldwin or whoever, whatever the lefty celebrity is, when they come out, all the lefties love it and all the righties hate it. But when Kid Rock or Ted Nugent Uh has something to say, all the righties love it and all the lefties hate it. And they both say the same thing. You should stick to being an entertainer. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Unless unless you're saying the thing that I agree with. Right, right. Or when, when fucking Meryl Streep gives a fucking circle jerk of a fucking speech uh, to a bunch of people who all agree with her. So brave. So fucking brave. So brave to to get up there and yeah, say 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 something to a crowd of people who all agree with you. That's just like a base level belief that everyone in the room has. It's not It's like going up on stage and you'd be like, "You know what, guys? This, I I do this thing on the shows. So I'm just like I'm just going to come out and say it." Oh no. I am against Nazis. Wow. You know what you know what else I am? I'm anti-fascist. No way. Is there a motherfucker what are the statistics of people <laughs> in this country who are pro-fascist? How many fucking American citizens actually identify with being fascist? Um What a how is that a brave position? How is that a legitimate position to take? It's like saying, you know, I'm anti-pedophilia. You know, it's like the yeah. joke we make on the show all the time. It's like we're like, you know what? I, I'm I'm against rape. You're it's, in you're in favor of rape, it's, Dutch, and I'm against rape. Do you see how I've won this argument? Yeah, you win. It's like I forget who said it, but saying you're against slavery now isn't isn't brave or groundbreaking. Saying you're against slavery in 1850, that's brave, especially if you're in the South. That's that's saying something. But now it's just like, okay, great. Well, what do you want to do about it? Yeah, I'm, I like chocolate. Hmm. I like ham sandwiches. Ham sandwiches? I do. I'm not, I like, a big, I'm not a big ham guy. I like oh, it really? sometimes. Ham sandwiches are. I, I grew up on ham sandwiches. You like it shaved or you like thick cut? I mean, I like thin cut. Neither shaved nor thick cut. Like thin cut and then kind of like rolled, like deli oh, okay. style. Yeah. Like nice thin cut, but like kind of like, you know, like Arby's roast beef, kind of like okay. layered. 
I like it. I like what yeah, I'm like, picking up. With a nice slice down. of cheese and maybe some Miracle Whip. Maybe some mustard. Mm. On some bread. I like, I like, I don't like Nazis. I don't like rape. Mm. I do like bread. I do like cheese. Don't like slavery. I'm against fascism. Believe it or not, I'm actually against fascism. 100% or like 60? I thought all that stuff Stalin and Mussolini did way back in the, in the, the last century, the evil things that they did. Not on board. I'm against it, man. Wow. I mean, that's, I mean, I, I mean, it's just shocking a, revelation. This is something that I'm, I mean, you know, this is being recorded. Have you thought about this? This is being recorded. So I know, you know I'm putting this out. I'm taking a big risk by coming out and saying that I'm actually against evil. Whereas the evil people are for evil. And wow. that's what differentiates me between them is that they're evil and I'm against evil. That's amazing. Do you see how brave I am? You, you're a shining beacon. You're like a lighthouse. And I'm trying to stay strong here and not cry because I know that my family's going to be threatened. Yeah. Um, I, you know, my, my power might get cut off. If I was you, I'd stay off of social media for a while. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean. It's going to be a huge backlash. But I just have to do this and I have to come forward and just say that I'm. What are some other things? I'm actually you, a good guy and I'm against the bad guys. So what, um, what are some other things you that you're against? Are you against war or are you pro-war? Um. I don't talk about that subject because it it creates awkward situations. Okay, how about for this? My leftist friends. Okay, who, let's say who, let's who say pro war. Let's say Barack Obama is the president. Are you pro war? Well, there's just certain things that have to be done. All right, now that Donald Trump's the president, are you pro war? It's evil. Wow. It's fascist. It's evil, and it, the the military industrial complex must be stopped. Okay, we're back to Barack Obama. How do you feel about it now? He inherited it. He's not. He he may be the commander in chief and have complete control over whether we bomb a country or not. But it's not actually his fault because George W. Bush started that war. Okay, and now, he's just trying to clean it up. Now we're now we're back to Clinton. How do you feel about the work, the war, military industrial complex? He was just doing. He you know he balanced the budget. Also, uh, he was one of the best presidents we ever had. You know, change the subject. I've heard that. Um. Okay, now we're back to Barack Obama. Um, he didn't have a choice. Excuses, be, excuses, 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 excuses. He he didn't get to choose that we were in those wars. He just inherited it. Like it just fell in. Like it was just something that he had to deal with, and he did his best to clean it up as he could. But he couldn't because of the GOP, even though he's the commander in chief. It wasn't his fault when he Johnny, when he Johnny Fence Rider over when he pushed the button and <laughs> he literally signed off on on record numbers of drone drone bombings and doubling the you know doubling the national debt and increasing military spending increasing spying on United States citizens didn't have a choice signing national the, the, the NDAA signing Patriot Act too it was his fault extending the Patriot Act it and was, making it worse it was his fault for signing the Patriot Act too. Because George Bush signed Patriot Act One, therefore he was forced to sign it again, even though he campaigned against it. Can you imagine if what if they actually called the Patriot Act what it is? Anybody signing it? All of Congress. <laughs> it was like it was like a overwhelming amount of, of Congress people 
If they just uh, if they just call to. it repealing the right to privacy, uh, <laughs> the deletion of the First Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, uh, yeah, and then I think one other amendment too. There were like three amendments. Eight. There were three amendments I think that were trashed with one fell swoop, and then NDA took took out a couple more. I think. Well, that one, I'm not a constitutional scholar like Barack Obama, but N- I know I know what the con- I know some basic things about what it means when you totally shit on, shit on um, our basic human rights. The uh, 2012 NDAA got rid of habeas corpus, right? Um, right to a fair trial. Yeah, the, just amendments just being chopped left and right. But he didn't have a choice. He didn't have, it had to be done. He inherited it. He couldn't have uh, vetoed just that one part where it said he could uh, detain any American citizen for any reason for any length of time. He couldn't have got rid of that part. No, he actually added some parts, but he like that he made it stronger and actually gave he actually g- gave the president the executive more power branch than- more power than <laughs> yeah. what they previously had, so that Donald Trump could then inherit that. But he inherited it. It wasn't like he had a choice. He didn't to know make Donald all Trump the, was coming. He didn't have the choice to make all of the choices that he made because other people before him also did bad things. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you put it in that context, yeah, it makes complete sense. Bad, bad, bad things only happen because of people that I don't like. When the people see now, when the people that I do like do bad things, do the same things, it's not their fault. It, it, they didn't have a choice. No, it did, or just it did. Their back happen. was against the wall. It probably just didn't happen. I think that you're lying. I don't think your facts are right. I don't think that he actually signed NDAA or Patriot Act. And I, I, I don't think that he actually, in, you know, doubled the doubled the national debt. I don't think any of that stuff actually happened. I'd have to. You're look fa- it you're up. Fa- you need to learn the facts. Is what you need to do. We'll have to look it up. I guess fake news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> Anything that you say is fake news. <laughs> Even though all it takes is a quick Google search and twelve articles come up, mainstream articles come up backing up your claim. <laughs> it's fake news. <laughs> You're a conspiracy theorist. Ha ha! Uh, conspiracy theorist. Oh boy! Just you a, know that was that term was invented by the CIA to discredit people. That's, that's the other. That's the other way that I can win an argument. I can either say I'm anti-fascist and you are pro-fascist, or I can say you're a conspiracy theorist. Just hit, just drop them with a loaded term. When you can't win an argument with with you know with actual logic or facts, just use a loaded term on them. Call them a name. Call them a conspiracy theorist. Call them a white nationalist. Call them a rape apologist. The name calling is is what people who are on the moral high ground have the right to do to the evil bad men. See, you understand? Because I'm I'm anti evil, and you're pro evil. That emboldens me to resort to name calling. I because you understand it's, it's it's when push comes to shove, these bad guys need to just be told to fuck off, and I can use name calling against them. Because I'm morally superior. Do you understand? I think so. I think I get it. I'm pro-fascist, pro-rape, pro-slavery, pro-war. Yeah. And you're better than me. I'm against those things. You are not. See, I'm, see, see here's, the, here's how the argument goes. You're evil, mm. and your belief system is evil. Okay. And is that mostly stemming just because I'm a straight white male? 
No, it's because you're you have a viewpoint that's different than mine, and I'm not, and I'm not, I don't care enough to understand. Now, your if position. I was if I was a black person and I had those same positions, how would you feel? Um, you wouldn't have them. But I there there are no black people that have those positions. Okay, I just deny it. But if I did, let's say I did I, weird alternate universe, am I an Uncle Tom? You're a black person that that is evil that believes all the evil things that white yeah. people believe. You're you've betrayed well you've betrayed your race race traitor yeah and um you hate your own race mm. you you're you're hateful because um I disagree with you okay you're full of hate actually I see it like overflowing just oozing out of your pores <laughs> I just I can smell the hate on you does it smell like sulfur it smells it smells like. Smells like rape, quite frankly. <laughs> Which uh, is probably something you're also guilty of, considering you're well, evil. Because you, because I'm not, because I'm not smart or compassionate enough to try to understand your position. Therefore, you're evil. You're probably right, to be quite honest. So that that's how you win an argument. It's pretty good. I mean, that is literally how how arguments are won on the internet. Yeah. In real life, though, people. Uh, People would probably back down, and, and or they if they, unless they're in a group, then they would hit you with a bike lock in the back. Oh of the no, you, yeah, you don't, you don't, um, you don't tell someone in it. Like if you and I were having a discussion and we were like on on odds, and you told me you would not tell me to my face to read a book. No, I would not. You would not do because I don't, I don't, I don't want to tell you to do anything that I don't want to do, and I don't want to read. A well, book. <laughs> and another thing is, is that is that you're not going to insult someone to their face like that when you know for a fact that it's obvious that the person has in fact read a book. Doesn't matter what book you read. That's that's the other uh, insult you can the use. The little engine that could. Yeah, you, yeah. It doesn't matter what book you read. Mind comp. Just read a book, <laughs> any book, and it's gonna by read by you reading any book. Hardy Boys, Volume Thirty Three. It's gonna make that you. That was be- a good one. It's gonna make you become more of a leftist and more of a socialist. See, the more the more words that you scan with your eyeballs and 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 read the words of on a paper page in the in the form of a book, the more leftist you become. Hmm. Because it makes you smarter, and that's how you ed- you educate yourself by reading things indiscriminately. And when you read, <laughs> as long as it's on paper and in the form with a, with a binding, so that it, with a with a title and an author and stuff, it doesn't. It doesn't matter what it is. It, it has to be a book. It doesn't matter what is inside. It could just be Z's. Read. Let me let me repeat this for you because you're having a hard time understanding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Read. Okay. You got that word? That's the second one. word is A. A. Okay. The third word, okay, you ready for this? Sound it out. Book. book. Read a book. Okay. Now, if you can start with one, <laughs> you'll start to become less evil and more leftist. And as you read more and more of the Hardy Boys <laughs> and, and Harry Potter, you'll become less evil, more compassionate, more educated, more intelligent. And therefore, more leftist. God damn it! I think we got a. Uh, by next week, I'm going to be a regular goddamn Bernie Sanders. Be a regular Pol Pot up in this bitch. I think if you can read three books, three books, it, this week. Does the Bible count? You'll 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 graduate from being from me telling you to read a book to me saying that you need to educate yourself. <laughs> Or uh, one of my favorite ones is I don't have the time to educate you. Google it. <laughs> or you drop you, you drop the loaded term on him. Those are the facts. Oh God. My opinion is the facts, and your perspective, your argument 
is fake news. You see how I won that argument? Yeah, you fucking slaughtered it. That was like a just was, by using loaded terms, bro. You got to you got to start using these loaded terms. It was like it's a like Dave versus Connor, it's like bringing yeah. a grenade to a gunfight. <laughs> it's like you know, guys shoot, you're shooting at each other. You know what I mean? It's like bringing a tank to just, a water gunfight. If you're losing the gunfight, just drop that grenade. Use a loaded term on them. Oh, you're racist. Racist. You're racist. Fascist. Wow. You're a white supremacist. See, there's so much that you can learn from being a manipulative piece of shit. <laughs> and being being intellectually dishonest. It's so liberating to be intellectually dishonest. And I want to get more of our listeners to start using these methods and using these tactics and these verbal fights that they get in, on Facebook. It's, uh, if you're lo- and let me ask you this. If you're in a fist fight with somebody, you're in an MMA match, right? And you're, you're working on the feet, and he, you're just getting lit up. You're just getting tagged. You, you, you know, you, you can't having a hard time defending. You, you know, you, he, you can't get his distance right. You're just not able to land anything against him. He's, he's hurting you bad. Then you take it to the ground, and you're just, you know, you're just getting grounded and pounded the whole time. He's just dominating you on the ground. Are you not going to start grabbing the gloves and grabbing the fence and grabbing the shorts? And, you know, maybe going for the groin a little bit and throwing throw, throw some illegal elbows to give yourself an edge so that you at least have a chance to win. Yeah, I think I would. That's what you do when you're losing intellectually. You start cheating. Start calling people racist, yeah. fascist. Yeah, that's what you do because you, Call can't, a rape because you, can't, you can't be intellectually, you can't be cordial and intellectually honest with people. So you just resort to childish name calling in loaded terms. And it, it works almost every time. Yeah, that's how you win. You play the identity politics card, and your identity is good, and their identity is evil. Okay. Evil. So, say I'm in the middle of that MMA fight, and I'm just getting tuned up. Yeah. If I call the person racist, will that stop the fight? Yes. Really? Why didn't Connor do that? He, that's what, see, that's where Connor's game plan was wrong. You know, he, he's good at shit-talking. But he he doesn't understand the loaded terminology. The, the way well, that you, the, you know the, what? It might also not have worked to his advantage since Khabib is a Muslim and he's got the oppression card. That's right. Yeah. See, yeah, that's that's very true. They might have canceled each other out. He might have had to resort to some other ad hominems like, you know. Communist? Well, yeah, no, we like communism. We, well, you'd have to. Well, Khabib's Russian, and the Russians caused Hillary Clinton to lose the election, so you could use that on him and win the fight that way. So you say meddling, meddling, like you're getting your face beaten. You just collusion, keep, collusion, yeah. and fucking fucking Herb Dean steps in and peels Khabib right off Connor. He said, "Nope, it's over. You colluded. We know, we know what happened. We don't have any proof. We're not able to prove it in any way, but we can't handle the fact that pre- President that Donald Trump won the election. So Connor wins. Man." Why didn't he do that? I'm telling you, Kavanaugh, he's not a good strategist. I mean, I could teach him some things. It's not going to come free. Well, well, I know how to get in touch with him. I mean, this I'm, I'm doing kind of a free seminar snar on here on your show right now. I mean, this is kind of a promotional thing I'm willing to do for you because you're my friend to teach people how, mm-hmm. to, how to be educated. Because most, most people are not educated. You're right about that. Most people need to educate themselves and they need to read a book. Well. Well, with that, I think that's about, it's about time to end the show, I suppose. Are you going to read a book after the show? Oh, yeah. I'm going to read two at the same time. 
okay, don't overload yourself now, because I know your <laughs> your little tiny brain that's never read a book before might explode. <laughs> I feel like you're hurting my feelings now. <laughs> <laughs> you're just being rude. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. trying to teach you. I know. Let's see. I'll go, we talked a lot about Indians in this episode, so I'm going to go out with a Tyler Childers song. And I find it very offensive that he decided to call his this song this offensive word. The name of the song is Feathered Indians. I, and I feel like he should have said Feathered Indigenous People or feather, Feathered First Nations People, something like that. But other than that, it's a pretty good song. So, word. Let's thanks for listening, you bunch of queers. Have a lovely evening. Praise Jesus. Just a whole